welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, this was a super fun podcast. What do you think, Mr. Patterson? I think it was great. Really? Yeah. What'd you love about it? Uh, the 10% alcohol I got to drink. Oh, and like you drank it. No, I just had to. Like drank it, drank it. Don't start. This is not, uh, not this time. Mm-hmm. Nope. Don't you go there. Drank it. How'd you, what'd you, how'd you think? What is good? You know, it was an hour and a half long. It was an hour and 24 minutes long. Hour and a half. And, uh, uh full minutes. of a lot of fun times. Uh, Paul stopped by. Paul did stop by. Yeah, Paul stopped by. Paul stops by. That was a lot of fun. Um, Sarah from Wonderlust came on, and (laughs) she is super fun. Yeah, she was great. Super fun. Really cool to hear her story. And listen, let everybody know up front, you have to listen because this is the ultimate green episode. It's super green. It's super green. We talk first just as humans. What do we think of... All the different uh, environmental stuff. Then we go into detailing. But, you know, I think uh, some people would just naturally, they don't want to hear about environmentalism or green or something like that. And really, we just want to encourage, like when DJ, I, and Ben from um, uh, Narwhal Trailers, um, you know, when we did the environmental discussion at MTE, we said, listen, we're not, we're not anywhere trying to attack people. Like, we're coming from a good place. And that's really what we want to like, listen, there's so much going on that, I mean, it literally just, what can you do to at least even start thinking about our environment and our world and what we're doing to it? Yeah. So really good times. Uh, but, uh, so what's coming up this weekend? Um, it's a weekend, man. You know, Saturday, then you got Sunday. Saturday's the day you like, you know, do the fun stuff. And then Sunday's like, eh. Oh, my word, DJ. Like, you know, ease into DJ, the week. Oh, my word, DJ. Hey. Why are you whispering to uh, me? Because I'm trying to talk to the people and like say like, DJ, uh, what's going on Saturday in Dallas? I should have been more specific. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Saturday, if you, uh, if you head to Dallas... There'll be an IDA meet and greet. There you go. That hey, you that's awesome. At uh, Nick's. Yeah, it's okay. Shop. Where do they find? They could just go to theida.com. The go to events and boom. Or our Facebook page. Uh, we have an, a Facebook page there as well with all the events. And I like Facebook because you can get notified of the event coming up. Oh, true. If you hit interested, you'll never forget it. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, interest. I always hit interested if I want to like keep knowing about it. And it'll keep popping up. Hey, your cool. event's coming up. So there's the uh, Saturday night at Nick's for the IDA meet and greet if you're down in the Dallas area. If you're also in the Dallas area, hey, there's a really cool event on Sunday night. There's an event on Sunday night as well. There is. Mm-hmm. Really cool podcast put on this event again. The third one. Yet. Yeah. And uh, it should be a good time. Hey, we're doing a pint night in DFW. Pint right. night Dallas. This is a little different. So this isn't like what we did at MTE and SEMA. Or you just come and drink beer. Hey, listen, we're we're actually gonna come hang out, chill, do some actual podcasts with some detailers down in DFW. One of my passions, which DJ told me, hey man, you should go around and like you love barbecue, so and you love beer, like you should like 
hang out with detailers and eat barbecue and drink beer. So that's what we're doing. Good job. So man. if you're down at DFW, come by, uh, go check the Pints of Polishing events page um, for where it's at, and um, go down and was supposed to be some really great uh, barbecue. We're going to drink some beer. We're going to talk about detailing. We're going to talk about what we're eating. We're just going to hang out. It's going to be a good time. So that is uh, Sunday night at 730. Like I said, go to the Facebook page for Pints and Polishing Podcast and check out the date. We're all there for the Southwest Car Wash Association. So everybody that hates on car washing, uh, there's a lot of detailers that come from the car washing industry or are still active in the car washing industry. And so that's why the IDA is putting on an event. And then we are too, because it's one of the, uh, one of the up and coming uh, associations, the Southwest car wash association. Hey, uh, we hope that uh, we'll see some of you out there. Yeah. Marty will have a good time with you guys out there in Dallas. Oh, DJ has officially denied his travel plans to come down to Dallas. On the podcast. On the podcast. Hey, the other cool thing about the podcast that you will get to is DJ has dethroned. Whoa, whoa. No, no. You, they have to listen to the podcast because this is a huge. It is a big deal. This is a big deal. that You do not drop that in the intro. Because I'm even still kind of like, should I go cut it out? I don't know if I should have said it. Like. I'm dead serious, man. This is ridiculous. DJ no, 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 no. <laughs> has. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Mr. Patterson. Mr. Hill, what's up? Oh, you know, as Sarah said, living the dream. Living the dream, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, so uh, Sarah, thank you uh, from uh, I think we mispronounced it. We call it Wanderlust, but we it's are you. Me pronounced it Wanderlust, but it's say it for us. It's Wanderlust, you know. Okay. Gotcha. Did you step away from your phone a little bit? Because now we don't get you on the phone so great. It's too live, man. Too live. All right, well, hey, so Sarah, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Um, and uh, we, we just uh, we just figured out the name of your business. I was correct for the first time in my life. Woo! You were kind of hesitant, though. You, I was definitely it, hesitant. It was, it was a little iffy. I was. Hey, so tell us who you are. Well, my name's Sarah Coleman. No, we don't hear you at all. There we go. All right, so my name is Sarah Nope. No. Nope, hold on. We'll get it right. We, uh, yeah, we don't get you at all from the phone. Yeah. Boom! Oh, hey. nice. Like a trap phone, like I yeah. Was, that is. I'm just gonna take that off a speaker and go for hey, it. Hey, start over. Wait, what? Uh, um, I don't know. We can try it for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, if you don't want to hold the phone, is that right? Like, yeah, try it real quick. But the speakerphone, speakerphone definitely didn't work. So the the gangster gra- hold. You want to grab your? Down. What are you gonna do? Yeah, my best friend's grabbing them for me right now. Okay. okay. That's what's up. But until then. Until then. Well, okay. no, we stopped recording. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah, because it was it was so bad. All right. Here we go. Look at you. How is this, guys? Yeah. Keep talking. Good. Keep talking. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's perfect. Let me put this up. So people... How? 
Yeah, can't do that. There we go. I don't know. Okay. It's working. It's working. I'm going to talk into the beer. Talk into the beer. All right, so are we ready to go? We are ready to go in three, two. Welcome to the Pints of Policy Podcast. Hey, Mr. Patterson. What up? Hey, I think I got the name right this time for our special guest. Yeah, let's try it. You want me to go or are you going? You should go. I'm going to go? Yep. All right, it's Sarah from Wonderlust Detail. How's it spelled though? Spelled with an A, not an O. Ah. Mm. Different. Sarah, hey, welcome. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. So tell us who you are. Currently? Currently, yes. Never what could happen in the future, man. Someone may want to come buy me out for millions of dollars, and I'll say yes, and then I'll just be a polisher. Who knows? Millions of what'd you say? Doll hairs. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, uh, what beer did you choose? You chose a beer pretty uh, significant for you. Uh, so, tell us about the beer you chose. Yeah, we're getting a bunch of echo. Um, sorry. Let's see. I think no, I think it's from her side. Yeah, will you turn your um turn one of your turn turn all your devices turn all your devices down besides, except for your phone. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Great. Sorry. Let's keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Alright, so you you chose a beer, tell us again. And when I beer, it was really awkward uh, watching the beer like this. Yeah. It's like I'm like at eye level with it. So No, no, the, the lid. I took off the lid and put it, those little, oh, it's right over there. Oh, we moved it. So tell us why you chose that beer. Well, do you guys know um, a big issue um, on our beautiful planet right now? And unfortunately, is this pollution um, and plastic is a huge issue. Um, and most beers that you buy, if you buy canned beers, they're held together with rings that are made from plastic, right? And then that plastic gets loose in the ocean, and, you know, seabirds consume it, marine life consumes it. Just, it's a terrible, tragic mess. Um, I obviously love sea turtles, as you guys can see from the background. Yeah, I see so, the sea turtle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a dad joke right there. <laughs> it's that is a dad, dad joke. joke right there. Oh man, I got like another 10, 12 years to go before. Yeah. We, yeah. We get a joke. How old are you? 28. Oh. I was going for much like a 22, 23. Yeah. It's, it's the energy. It's the energy that you bring. Yeah. It's like, man, where do you get all the energy? And it must be the healthy living, too. Ah. That's what's up. Now we are talking. <laughs> but yeah, so the cool thing about this um, this company is these rings are actually biodegradable and they're edible for marine life. So if a turtle were to get their jaws on this, they're not going to suffocate and die. If seabirds get their jaws on this, they're going to be okay. I um, think she said that really, really cool. sea turtles um, get to eat edibles. I mean, oh, did you really just try and eat that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that I did. 
Yeah, yeah, to them at least it's better than plastic. You're right. So we tried, right? So I went to the liquor store that we always go to. We we tried. We was like, hey, is there anything remotely like that in Oklahoma? Like, is there any, like, uh... You saved two by getting a four-pack, though. I mean, <laughs> two short of we would waste. Uh, so there was no, uh, there was nothing. I said, is there even anything organic? Do you have anything, like, organic? Like, anything that we could be kind of greenish? They're like, uh, no. So we went with uh, something special to DJ because his grandparents' last name is Payne, but it's spelled better. And they used to tell him when he messed up and he was a little naughty boy, they're like, you better watch out, I'm going to bring the pain. No, they, no, they, no. Were, they were white. They weren't black grandparents. <laughs> that, was, that was a white thing. That was like a wrestler bringing the pain. Oh, it wasn't like, I thought you meant like, no, not like gangster. I'm about to come, I'm about to no, whoop that ass. No. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, yeah, that that's like, exactly why. That was like back in the, the, you, the WWF days, like bringing the pain. No? Moving on. Moving on? Okay. Payne County, which is here in Oklahoma, and they have an Imperial IPA, which basically I think we have understood that that means they put malt, like double the hops, maybe even triple. They, they just put a lot more uh, stuff in the beer. Um, we're not beer nerds enough to know what exactly it means, even though we have a beer podcast. Yeah. That would be the time that DJ would normally make fun of me for not knowing. Yeah. But... Uh, there's Google right in front of me, though. There is. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Imperial means they just add a lot more of everything to it. Um, and uh, it's from Iron Mop. So we went with a local brewery, and uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. We, uh, we were a little surprised. Uh, anyway, uh, for anybody that's listening, whether you're live, um, whether you're watching it on YouTube, which we're going to start throwing everything onto YouTube, thanks to Mr. Patterson. Oh. <sighs> the crowd goes, wow, wow, wow. Uh, we um, are going to get super green, right? This is definitely a uh, green uh, environmental type uh, podcast today. We're going to go super green, and uh, we brought uh, the queen of green on. Queen of green. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. The queen of, yeah, you're going to use it. You're going to use it. She's going to keep it. Uh, 4%. Nailed it. 4%. 4%. All right, so DJ, let's let's hop right in. So anyway, like if, if you're not green and people don't care, what should they do? Uh, keep listening. They, no, sit, no, keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. Keep listening. But no negativity. I don't want to hear any of these negative comments about, oh, well, you know, we're already screwed or, you know, what's the point of doing this because we're already at a certain point. Um, this is meant to be informative and, you know, to have fun. So, <laughs> leave all that negative shit out of here. We don't need that. Yeah, we're screwed. The negativity is fun, though. We get to, like, have these rebuttals and... I didn't realize how screwed we were, honestly. You just... Like being screwed in general, though. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Um, let's think non-detailing, though, right? Let's let's jump into this from the aspect of we're humans, right? Sarah, I know you're big on being a good human. Um, there's definitely a lot of average or mediocre, um, but we're staying positive, so, right? Don't go there. Anyway, let's think of it from a human aspect, DJ, um... Think back to the first memory you had when you thought, hmm, maybe I should recycle this, or hey, maybe I should use this instead of that. Thinking green-wise, like not detailing, 
just as a human being. Do you remember your first memory? I do not remember my first memory, but I do know that it was always inside of me when people would like litter, that that really bugged me. Um, so that'd probably be more in line with seeing people litter and just getting kind of irritated about it. I'd kind of pick up trash randomly, just, I don't know, it just always in me to preserve the uh, environment, I guess you can say. Um, but as far as recycling goes, no, we just, I was raised, we just threw it all in the trash and that was it, so. Oh, I, think, I mean, it's, that's the way most, that's the way most of when, us are. When, when being yeah. green really clicked is like year two in my business of Eco Green. Yeah, so business made you think more personally what you should do as a human. That's correct, because originally I got into detailing and was waterless only for the convenience. I didn't care that it... What it was doing for the environment until one day I had a light bulb go off. I'm like, oh. We're not talking detailing. Uh, Just as let's start over. We're not there yet. Let's start over. Uh, I cut you off, but I didn't want you to keep rolling because that's rolling, later man. in the segments. I jumped the gun. You did. You jumped early. For me, uh, I was. it was really kind of funny. So we're talking... Freshman, yeah, it would have been freshman freshman year of high school. Uh, so this has been 1992. That was a long time ago. Man. Long time ago. Like, Where are you really? That's like that's like 24 years, yeah. 26. So years I would have been I would have been 15, um, 15 or 14, maybe 14 going on 15, and. Um, I mowed lawns. That's what I did in like middle school. Did it in through all yeah. the way through high school, and but it was winter, and I needed some cash, and so uh, I went and got a job at uh, what the grocery store is still there. He'd be the worst employee ever. Oh, I was. I was horrible, and um, I went uh, and got a job bagging groceries. And at that point in time, there was a little bit of a green movement that had just started. Uh, those of you that are old like me, you might remember back in the 90s, there was this big push of paper versus plastic. Plastic bags started coming out, and it was a big environmental push that you could be green if you used plastic instead of paper because it saved trees. <laughs> and I would have to ask that never even thought about it but then i'm sitting there bagging people's groceries so i had to ask them do you want paper versus plastic and i remember the times that they would say plastic i'd be like yeah yeah man way to go be green like oh i was excited God. for him is that when you had hair and i have hair long blonde hair no high school man it was like buzz cut but and i had like that comb over oh my that God. big comb over wave Oh, years before that, we used to sit there with hairspray and a uh, um, uh, blow dryer. And you would, I had a buddy named Curtis Ray, who we still stay in contact through Facebook. And we would sit there and you would blow dry this big giant wave and then hairspray it so that it lasted. And you had, you You've literally. You've got to be kidding me. No, no, no. You literally, that was, that, that literally was like late 80s, early 90s. And you drew this big wave of your hair and, and then it came over. That's ridiculous. Oh. I was going to say that, yeah, yeah. Who? Johnny Bravo. I don't know. Really? Ah! Too old, too old. Hey, man. That's the way it goes. Uh, so that was my first, like, oh, 
Cool. Doing something good for the environment. I'm helping people use plastic bags instead of paper. I wonder how many aluminum cans you wasted though from the hairspray. Hmm. Right? Real green, Marty. Well, <laughs> well, or they were plastic bottles with pump sprayers. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Like, when did you always just, you just came out being green? Or like, <laughs> what? what uh... <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, no. Um, I mean, I you're the queen of green. <laughs> See, there we go. Like skin tone, maybe. Nailed it. Maybe, you know? Nailed it. But I'm two for two. I remember, I remember very clearly, um, I went to Montessori up until fourth grade. So all the way I finished up my third grade year. And what? then in fourth grade, I went to a private school after that. Montessori, what's that? The Mon Montessori, it's, um, it's like a, it's a, I don't know want to say it's private, um, but it's more like a private, private educational system, um, but it's a very hands-on learning. So... If not, you know, you take notes in class, and then in three days, the teacher's going to test you. Right. Everything was very hands-on. So that's school right um, by your house, Riverfield? Is, oh, yeah, that's like Riverfield. Okay. Um, but I remember I went to, to Montessori, and it was, a pretty, it was in a pretty prestigious area here in Tampa. It was down in, in Soho, um, South Howard area. Um, so there's a lot of money down there. And I remember seeing all these kids' parents picking them up and these, like, and, like, the new big-ass Yukons and Denali's and shit. Um, and I just thought they looked so cool, right? And, of course, like, all the kids' parents had So my mom, um, still to this day, but growing up, she's always been very active. She's a huge cyclist. She's a swimmer. She does yoga. She runs every day. Um, she's just always had a bunch of stuff with her, too. Does she wear tights like DJ? When she's cycling, she if she's an actual cycler, then yeah, she wears she tights. She wears like tights me. like DJ? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, full on because, tights. Because like, she's riding a freaking full road full bike. Full on tights, yeah. Yeah, that's what you yeah, do when you ride a road bike. Not being in pain in your genitals, but it still hurts like hell. Yeah, she wears those shorts, for oh, sure. Oh, There's not a lot of padding in there. DJ. Nate, no negativity on this podcast, okay? You said no negativity or bring negative shit on here right now, all right? She, you just asked the question, does your mom wear them or does she not wear them? Yes or no question. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she looks legit, too. She looks legit, too. Your shorts would be sweaty and so would your t-shirt. So it's just wicking it all for her. It's better. We smell less. My bike and shorts seem to do I pulled to Marty's fine. house the other day and he's like, you're really wearing that shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm riding my road bike. Get the door. Hey, it's Paul. <laughs> Open the door. Oh, who locked the door? See, we chase a lot of squirrels in this podcast. DJ, so We'll get DJ, back on it. keeps the riprap down. Right, right. What's up? Hey, it's Paul. Oh, Paul, no, take no, a seat, man. How y'all been? Yeah, we're doing good. Good deal. Paul is uh, Paul's our neighbor. Right well, oh, it's got all that stuff in it. There's a chair right okay, there. Okay, I'll go grab. Uh, Paul's our neighbor uh, here at the warehouse, and he stops by every once in a while to say hi during the podcast. So, thanks, Paul. Welcome. Hey, you're welcome. I just yeah. say hi. Bring my beer over. One beer. Uh, Paul. So this is Sarah. Sarah is from Tampa. She's with Wanderlust Detailing. And she is the queen of green. She's the queen of green. Queen of green. Yeah. 
That's exciting. Uh, you're going to love Paul. Paul does a lot for the environment. <laughs> No negativity. No negativity. You promise. All right. Paul, what do you do? Paul, tell us about what you do. Okay. All right. So uh, I do uh, network security for small businesses. And then I also do uh, natural gas revenue accounting. So you know, anything from the wellhead forward. Which, you know, natural gas is pretty clean, right? Oh, yeah, man. Y'all don't do any negative to the environment, man. You guys are completely 100%. He's clean, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm an, I'm an accountant. Oh, there you go. There you go. Cheers, Paul. Cheers. Paul, what are you drinking? Hey, you know what? I just, well, put, I just put this on tap. It's the uh, Cabin Boys Kolsch. And uh, I don't know if you tried it, but... Yeah, I have. That is the first pour out of it. Ah, oh, so good. Cabin Boys is another local brewery here. And they... I haven't made a beer that I didn't like. Always have incredible beers. Absolutely. Yeah, Cabin Boys and uh, and then Renaissance has great beers as well. True. Uh, okay, sorry. Paul just stopped him. Keep going. Yeah, Told you to pick up. I remember um, one day I, I said to my mom, I said, hey, Mom, um, I think you should really look into getting one of these, these larger SUVs because my friend's parents said, Great, you said assholes, and she was cool with it. Oh, nice. She might not have come out green, but she came out like a sailor, huh? That's right. A green sailor. A green sailor. Perfect. It's getting better. Yeah, 
I think, uh, so Paul, what we're talking about is the first memory that we have of thinking somewhat green. Mine was back in the early 90s when we started going paper versus plastic. Okay. You remember that, right? I, I, I we were we that. were saving trees by going plastic. Yeah, but my, but the problem was I never knew which one I was supposed to do because you know plastic is recyclable, you know, but paper is a natural resource, right? So can you think of an early like? Do you <laughs> no? But that was the theory. No, but, but that was she said. I think I think you you made a negative comment. Is what you did? Are you being no, a hypocrite? <laughs> 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 oh, I thought, oh okay, we, okay, I okay, thought okay. we got her on. Oh, I doubt. I thought you said, "Oh, I doubt that," or something like like about plastic being recycled. Um, so, but can you think of the first memory that you had where you went, "Maybe I should use this product instead of this," or maybe I should recycle that? Like, what, do you remember the first thing that kind of came in your mind? You know, I mean, probably with cleaning products. You know, using natural cleaning products rather than all the harsh chemicals. Oh, okay. You know, and then also, you know, I had a garden and, and you know, I didn't want to use, you know, all, pesticides. all the pesticides on them. So what I would do is I would plant the, you know, the flowers that were, uh, that would help keep the bugs away and things oh, like cool. that. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that was probably my first, uh, first real foray into it. I mean, but, uh, you know, I'm all about it. I've seen, uh, I've seen estimates that, you know, in 2023, what is it, 40% of the car, new cars sold are going to be electric. I mean, you know, so I'm, I'm all about that. I, if I thought we could stick solar panels up here, I'd, I'd be down for it. Yeah. Well, and solar panels definitely make sense for, I mean, cars. Reducing the amount of money we spend, like the amount that you could save off of electricity, it just makes sense, yeah. you know. So, I, yeah, I get it too from a financial aspect. Um, here's what I think is, is very interesting, um, which is why I brought up that story, is. You know, as, you know, Sarah, you and I connected through, you know, some plastic reduction stuff that, that we're trying to do. And um, seeing the way our industry is, not just our industry, but so many industries use plastic. I think in the 50s, it was pronounced as like the, 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 the product of the future today. And you could do so much with plastic versus what they used to have, right? And plastic dramatically has changed our culture, changed our um, society, um, and then we started being conditioned into it, that it became the norm. Mm. And now I think, which is what you were talking about a second ago, Sarah, where you're like, I don't want to say that we're too late. Well, there's a lot of people that are saying we're too late, that there's so much plastic. And if we don't do something now that you compound that over the next years, the next decade, like the next century, uh, not century, but, you know, the next generation. Uh, and I think what's the stat that. By 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than there is fish? Well, yeah, there's going to be far more plastic in the ocean at that point by than, than there are fish. If, I mean, and hopefully we can change that, you know, um, but that's that's the prediction. And unfortunately, um, you know, with more and more reports coming out, I mean, these reports are coming out almost monthly now. Um, it, it seems like things are kind of getting cut shorter and shorter, which is worrisome, very, very worrisome. Well, well so, something else happened, you know, during that same period as plastic became more prevalent. You know, another thing that happened is it became a disposable society. So people didn't fix things anymore. Ah. You know, and if, you know, if you had a nice stainless steel something or whatever, you know, you would fix it, right? But now you have plastic, it's more disposable, it's cheaper, and you throw it away. 
And price, yeah, and so because mm. it was cheaper, it cost less, right. and you could just go get another one. Right, exactly. As opposed to going to the trouble of fixing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, makes So, I mean, that would be part of the conditioning of how we got conditioned into it. Absolutely. It's you old people. That's us old people. Well, that's all, that's all you so got. do you remember? I mean, I'm the oldest, we're, I'm the oldest we're, one. We're trying to fix it, and you guys messed it up for us. So, who doesn't remember? I mean, tell me if you don't remember uh, when plastic water bottles became a thing. Like, when plastic water bottles first came out, it was something that only elite or people that would spend that kind of money on water. Like, right. it was new. The average person did not buy a water bottle. No, you drank out of a hose. You, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know. Or the faucet with a fucking cup. Right. Like, you did not buy a water bottle, like a plastic water bottle from the grocery store or the gas station. You didn't. But that is the... I mean, my mom now goes and buys these big cases of water... And she drinks it, and then she throws it in the recycle, and we think, because we've been conditioned, that you put that into the recycling bin, it gets recycled. But as I think you know, Sarah, what's the, I'm hearing 75, I'm hearing 90, what percentage do you hear for how much of that plastic that we put into recycle that we think is getting recycled actually gets recycled? I think um, the numbers are, are close to about 20, 25% of things that are actually getting recycled. Yeah, so 75 to 90 are not getting, so you're saying yeah. 25 are, yeah. And so that goes, goes in, in the same thing. Right. And then it goes where, though? It goes into our landfills. Or, and then what happens, or on the side of the road, or in the ocean, or in the rivers, or in the lakes, so or in our I guess the question, or in our yards. Do more, do more uh, plastics that get recycled go into the oceans or landfills? I would say it probably depends on where you live, right? I mean, ours go right out there to Owasso uh -huh. into that big giant landfill. Okay, right? because I, I, my but, question is like... But for somebody that's by the coast, I'm sure it gets tossed, what she says, tossed on the road, which goes to a stream, which then makes its way out to the river. That littering, though, but actual recycling on so, the coast? So recycling, so from that, I think I talked to you about it, I watched this 2020 series on um, plastics, and that was the number that I got that uh, that 90% don't ever get recycled. They show that throwing it into the bin and it goes into this big factory that, you know, ciphers through the plastics. And they said uh, that we don't have a way here of actually recycling plastics in the U.S. And so it was getting, they went, and there's this place over in uh, California that literally is this factory of just compacting all these plastics down. They get put on a ship and for years it was getting shipped to China. Because China had a will. He said, well, we ship it to the, the places that will take it, that we can pay them to take it, which is usually Southeast Asia, right? So here's the funny part, is then we say that we're recycling, and then we see that big giant uh, landfill out in the ocean. What's it called? The Great Pacific Patch. The Great Pacific Patch. And the majority of all that comes from Southeast Asia. <laughs> so who's really making the Great Patch? Us. Putting it on a boat and no, sending it no, there. They send it back. <laughs> and then they let it go <laughs> they into the, they <laughs> let it go into the water, which goes into the, 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 the Great Pacific Patch. And that's really us doing it. That's our justification. Yeah. Well, but we think that when we put it in the recycle, it's getting recycled. Right. That's fascinating right. because uh, the guy that's coming over to play pool tonight, I've been friends with him for 30, 30 plus years, right? And uh, he worked down at Poly America um, in Dallas. They were they manufacture trash bags, right? And so that was my first real exposure to any type of plastics manufacturing. And, That's cool. And you know, and they were saying that they were getting recycled pellets and stuff that were coming in. If they, but if only twenty percent 
of what you throw in a recycle bin is getting recycled. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some cool ways. Have you seen the... There's some countries that are coming out with some different stuff where, like, they're using plastics and putting it in concrete or putting it in to make um, roads better. I mean, there's there's other countries that are using plastics differently. Yeah. There sure are. Yeah. There, there, I mean, there are a lot of countries, um, unfortunately, aside from the United States, who are doing any and everything in their power to make sure that, you know, we can, we can have a, a good talking about you know these other countries are all doing so much right maybe my theory is that you know there's so much oil and gas involved with plastics do you think that we're conditioned into the way we are because of the oil and gas companies all right so here here's my take on it right so i think that we're we are clearly transitioning out of fossil fuels right i mean if that's going to happen you know people may go 
kicking and screaming into it, but it is happening. And uh, so I don't I don't know that we're conditioned because of the oil and gas to to use the plastics, but uh, you know I think it's a I think it's just a byproduct. I think that you know the oil and gas industry are benefiting from it, but. But, uh, you know, nat natural gas right now is so low that, you know, most of my clients are struggling. I mean, it's just, you know, it's not a, there's so much natural gas available right now. Mm. You know, the supplies out there. Okay. What was the so, question you said? Okay, the question I had. So there, there's a lot of discussion about straws, plastic straws, right? You know, single-use straws. And, you know, okay, we do paper straws. Speaking of turtles, wasn't the first one that, <laughs> wasn't the big photo, wasn't the one that made plastic straws so big, was wasn't there a turtle with the, the straw stuck in its nose? Yeah, and that, I can't remember the biologist's name escaped my life. Um, Sorry, that's, that's just what makes... She's a big turtle fan, and so she's got those turtles back in. I can't tell. I see that, yeah. right? Okay, so, so anyway... Is that a straw in that turtle? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> so, all right, so with all, of the, with all of the discussion about that, right? And so, I mean, first of all, I mean, is that a valid deal? Because, I mean, I don't know how many straws are used. And secondly... It would, I just heard, I think I just heard that someone's making straws out of something that actually feed the turtles instead of, instead of, uh, um, you know, harm them. Hmm. They, yes, um, no, he is correct. I'm going to plug the name. I am correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers to Paul. Yeah, Paul. Woo. <laughs> That's him like extra um, credit right there. <laughs> it's a company based in Mexico. Right. Oh. It's the same company who made the rings for this beer that I'm drinking. Um, I can't pronounce the name. Intellectuia? I'm not, I, I don't speak Spanish, you guys. I'm so sorry. What? Um, but it's a company who's, who's teamed up with um, another recycling company called TerraCycle. T-E-R-R-A-Z-Y-C-L-E. TerraCycle is an awesome company. Um, Dugong, you guys, I mean, they they have all these different programs that, that are set up worldwide. The name of the company to break it down, so I guess a lot of people have um, an issue saying it in Spanish, possibly. E6PR. So you can just literally Google E6PR. And yes, bamboo straws. For you who just said it on Instagram Live, bamboo straws are awesome. They're biodegradable. Um, once you get tired of them, if you want to be an asshole and just like throw it out the window, um, I guess that's better than plastic. So, and I think sort of maybe where Paul comes from, and he... He comes he, from next door, right? <laughs> Is that number three? DJ's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is, is, Paul, maybe where you come from is, I think there's got to be some... There's a little bit, especially, especially through the Midwest. I mean, and in Oklahoma, we, we're not really... We try and think that we have some greenish to us, but we're not. Like, we're... We're, we're really not. And I think maybe there's a little bit of a... Well, there's more green now than we passed medical marijuana. Yes! Everybody's growing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're the greenest state ever. We're all around. We're not oh, the man. greenest state yet. Well, they're yeah. popping up like crazy. They are. I have a buddy that uh, got a grow license and then also he's doing a dispensary and and I mean, he is tearing it up. Yeah. Um, What's his name? <laughs> so, I mean, if Green Country Bud. <laughs> what I was going to say is, there's somewhat a little bit in us that we ultimately, as Oklahomans and through the Midwest, 
But there's a lot of just ingrained in us. We don't care. Like you said, what's the big deal about a plastic straw? And for us, we, I mean, I never, that was part of the conditioning part. I never thought maybe I should not use this straw. We always taught to use the straw because you didn't know how they washed the cup. Right, right. It was and more, so it's much safer to drink out of a straw than from the cup. And how are you going to drink out of those, you know, those milk containers, you know? No, the ones you got to... those suck horribly. So many straws have just been ingrained in us, and through the Midwest, we don't we don't see turtles. We don't see that kind of stuff. Go for it. Sea turtles. Um, and so, so, so I could see that there's part of us that we just... There's naturally just ingrained in us not to really be concerned about it, um, which is interesting why you said you brought up the straws, because right. straws have become such a major deal. Right. Um, I think it's more bamboo stuff, and there's a lot of people coming out with different alternatives. But, okay, so let's move on from human greenness to uh, let's go into detailing greenness. All right. right? I'm going to go. Oh, that's your Guys, cue. that's my Thank cue. You. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. It was nice to meet See you. See you, man. All right. You guys have fun. Yep. Great to meet you. I hope everything works out. Paul, thanks for stopping by, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Always. Come on yeah. over after y'all. Thank you for doing your part, Paul. I appreciate you. All right, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> that was a smart-ass comment. <laughs> All that negativity. Yeah, she said she'd be nice. That uh, <laughs> was positive reinforcement, Paul. Ah. Positive reinforcement. That's a smart dad joke. Yeah. All right, um, so let's go into um, detailing-wise. Um, Sarah, give us... Just a short background. What got you into what got you into detailing, um, and how long you've been going, and your business, and all that. Well, truthfully, um, what got me into detailing? Yes, please, was, truthfully. Um, I mean, I, Marty I wants you to tell the truth. Yes. Prior to um, prior to where I'm at right now, um, and I just I honestly hit rock bottom in my life. Um, everything was pointy shit. People that I cared about left and right, I felt like were unfortunately passing away. Um, shit was just going south with the business. Shit was going south with my personal life. Um, and I had a friend who had another friend who needed someone to help them part time with with car detailing. So I was like, "Well, shit." What was your other business? Um, I actually owned a, a Hugo business, like Hugo, you know, stuff yeah. that you. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, a exactly. retail store, like a place where people could come smoke, or you just sold the hookah? No, so I had an e-commerce business where I sold hookahs that I made myself out of recycled liquor bottles and wine bottles. Whoa. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I've been into this for a while, um, and then I had a hookah catering business where locally in Tampa, um, I would go set up at different bars, clubs, restaurants, private parties. I did a private event for the Denver Broncos. I mean, I... I've done a lot of different events, um, and I would bring in my my little liquor bottle hookahs, and I would sell them for an outrageous price, and people would buy them and smoke them and get wasted and have a great time, and it was awesome. Um, but of course, you know, un unfortunately, um, it came to a halt because Tennessee and Moe did not like that I was using their trash as, um, you know, as, as something that other people could again, reuse, guys, not just recycle, because I got these out of the dumpster, not even recycling bins. Um, I got them out of trash bins, um, and I would remake things out of them. And, you know, some companies didn't like that, and that was cool, so I stopped. Um, well, I stopped as mass as I was doing, um, and I definitely don't do that with, with their bottles anymore. But, um, so I just, I hit rock bottom. I had a friend of a friend who needed help, 
with detailing. I was like, All right, hold on. I, you know, Sales plugs. So if somebody wants to get one of those now, can they get one? Yeah, they sure can. I have a whole bunch of them, um, yeah, behind me up here on the shelf. What's yeah, your, uh, you, I will not sell, sell Hennessy or Moet. Well, okay. do, you, do you have a website where people can go? Just DM me. We'll take care of things. Just, okay. yeah, just, just slide, slide up in there. Just slide in there. Belly. Um, and this one, it was at some point it used to light up uh, the battery set. But yeah, we make, you know, the solar panel on it. Again, just as a little side hustle. Cool. Um, but I'm not trying to get, get in trouble by anybody or piss off the big guys. <laughs> so yeah, so, so somebody needed some help. You went over to help them and it just it just stuck, huh? Yeah, and I, you know, I of course saw the pros and cons of, of um, how that individual was operating their business and I saw what a money maker it was. Um, and it was something that I just really enjoyed doing. Um, and then as time went on, one of my buddies who worked for Maserati offered me in St. Petersburg sent me a text and said, hey, are you still detailing cars? I said, I show am, and I'm looking for other work if you got it. And he said, well, we're actually hiring for a detailer if you're interested. I was like, oh, shit, Maserati and Alfa Romeo? God, like, of course, I'm it. So, um, thankfully, they hired me, um, and I fell even more in love. How could you not? Working on Ferraris and, you know, Maseratis, Alfa Romeos. And um, a buddy of mine. Hey, DJ, how many years did it take for you to get to work on one of those? It took a while. It took a while. No, it, took a, it took a long while. <laughs> She's from Tampa. I've got a long circle when I first... Like yeah, crazy. literally. Well, unfortunately, uh, the turnover rate in the dealerships here is, is pretty high. I don't think um, it's any different here. So, it's the same there? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, it, from, from what I've heard from various people, it, it can be hit or miss for sure when it comes to some dealerships. But I loved where I worked. Um, I loved the facility. I loved my manager's. Um, I, I loved everything about it, but A, I wasn't making enough cheddar. I wasn't making any money. I was com- commuting about four hours a day total driving. Ugh. It was about an hour and a half to two hours in the morning to drive Gross. 27 miles and the same to get home. If not long, there were days it took me three and a half hours to get home from work. And it stuck, and you just you went with it. You loved everything about it. and So at what point you went to work for them, and then what point did you go, okay, I'm going to do my own business? Um, it, it took a lot of contemplating. I was scared. Um, sure. Because honestly, being a female in this industry, as a lot of people probably know, it's, it's not easy. A lot of people don't take me seriously. They don't think I know what I'm doing. Um, so I, I, I waited until I really built up that clientele. And I actually started like a little recycling program at Maserati and Alfa Romeo. I would use our five-gallon buckets and I would label them aluminum or plastic bottles. Nice. Um, and I was trying to enforce that. And as more and more time went on, because we were right off the beach, um, that dealership was, and when I would get off work to avoid sitting in traffic, I would go off Gandhi Boulevard and I would pick up trash. And I thought one day, I was like, well, shit, man, what if I can just charge enough money, um, you know, for my for my details and then be able to spend like an hour after each detail or, or two hours after each detail to go pick up trash. Um, and it took probably like four or five months of me contemplating and finally my best friend, Cameron, who was like, dude, just, if you're going to do it, just do it. You know, what, what are you afraid of? You know, and you just jumped, huh? Businesses before this and, you know, you, you've got this, you know, so many people, you have connections, you'll be fine. Um, 
and sure as shit, I just woke up one morning. Literally, it was like that. I just woke up and I was like, I'm quitting today. Done. And I Done. walked into my manager's office, who's still to this day one of my dearest friends. Um, awesome. Probably a really cool story. He's so supportive of me still. He sends me a shit ton of clients from the dealership. They all do. Um, they're all awesome. But I told him what I wanted to do, and I was like, listen, I I want to help save the planet while cleaning cars. And he was like, you go, girl. You do this, and I'll support you no matter what. And cool. so I left corporate America, and, and here I am trying to figure shit out. Nice. And how long ago was it? I left in January. Um, of 2018. So, oh, so congratulations yeah. on your one-year one year anniversary. Yeah. Cheers yeah. to one hey, year. Hey, cheers to one year. Cheers. I'm it's sorry, that really sucks. Yeah, yeah, jeez, who wouldn't want extra sun? Yeah, real sorry about that one. Yeah. Please. Oh, summer comes early. We don't uh, have 20 degree uh, weather. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta think, though, you don't have a garage um, or, or a place for, for powder. Um, 20, degrees? Hmm? 20 degrees? 20 degrees. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do I want to say it a third time? For like uh, what? For like uh, five minutes uh, in this kind of storm, it's like, it's like blue skies. It's like water like cooling degrees, you down off of yeah, all. Like, uh, it just cools you down a little so bit. It's so rough in Florida. Okay, you come to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. You come hey, and work in Oklahoma you for one week on with over us here in August, and, and you'll you'll be running here. back. Like yeah. next flight back to Florida, you'll go. I know, because <laughs> it's like a death trap. Yeah, don't come. Yeah, I don't come. Next week, and I'm tripping out over this. Oh no! The weather, and it's like That's yeah. normal for us. That's our high lately. Yeah, but no, no, no. But Denver, hey, Denver will be good. It's a dry humidity, and the 36 doesn't feel like they're. But that's, if you stopped true. here at 36, it would feel like 24 to 20. Yeah, like the humidity just makes it so much worse. And Denver, you'll be fine. Denver's beautiful. Oh, you'll love it. You'll love it. Hey, so tell us a little bit about the beer you got. Tell us the flavors. Uh, you know, like you drink it, what do you taste? All that good stuff. Remind us who it is. What does it say? Does, I like it. does the cans list any of like IBUs or does it list the alcohol volume or anything like that? Alcohol volume is high. <laughs> <laughs> um, 7% alcohol volume, 75 IBUs. Ooh, yeah, the 75 IBUs is high. I don't, this one doesn't list its IBUs, yeah, it does. I don't think it does. On the s- no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It just lists the uh, 10 point. Alcohol by volume. DJ, what do you taste? I mean, uh, I was, I mean, were you, I think we were both expecting a pretty I was, harsh. I, I was expecting a, a, a dark, harsh, like, I don't know, just, what, I, okay, I was thinking Imperial Stout is what you got. Um, no, I was expecting something a lot heavier. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking a lot more pine that, you know, traditionally, 
We're not connoisseurs either, but we just like to talk about what we taste. You know, maybe we don't know all the cool terms, but I traditionally, when I drink an IBA, IPA, I IBA. go, yeah, I go, ooh, like it's really piney, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And I don't like the bitter and the pine. You kind of like let that slide because it's got usually your IPAs and definitely your doubles or your Imperials. I mean, 10%, like that's... Get there quicker. Yeah. Get there quicker. Well, it makes me cut back quicker. That's I mean, true. 10% on one pot. Oh, and I really drink, I'm at like 4.7, 4 4%. Of, well, six is fine. Like, if I really, like on a Saturday, six. I'm going to drink all day. I just day okay, drink. Okay, yeah. I'm going to drink a real drink? low, yeah. like a, a really good, good, good beer. And that's. And I, I want to recommend this real quick to oh you. Try it out. Oh, please don't. Get do you it. one day, get, oh, a, get a 30 pack of don't Coors do Light. If it's Sunday, get banquet. Uh, get a 30-pack and go give it to your neighbor because... You, you guys can split uh, it together. It's perfect, dude. I like no. your thinking. Mm. Anyways, that's what I drink when I like the day drink. The really? good stuff, yeah. So you've been on this kick, though. I really? can't blow my cover, man. You've got to blow your cover. I can't You are it. not picking up Coors Light. <laughs> I'm not picking up Coors Light. You are not picking up Coors Light. You have found another beer that you're going to day drink before Coors Light. I day drink it last weekend. And what was it? Sam Adams... 76. Yeah. It's literally perfect. It's your, it's your beer. It's you my beer. It. You found it. It has I literally replaced. found my, yeah. It has. And, and I'm kind of sad because, like, it's been a good running joke. Yeah. It's been a good joke, but it's over, right? Episode 86 we, is we, over. 86? No, we're at, like, 120-something, are, are we? Yeah. No, oh, we, maybe down on my I was looking earlier. So, it is official. It's official. Oh, you just admitted to it, too. I was setting you up, and you admitted. I'm cutting all that out of the podcast. Oh, you admitted Coors Light is done. Sam 76 has taken the crown. It took the crown, but it's not done. It's still my... It's the the side bitch now. Yes. Yeah. It has gotten replaced. Yeah, it did. It did. That felt uh, felt good. Yeah, you did. I I, I feel better. Thanks, Hmm. man. God, we've moved on. The podcast now a year, what, year and a half in or so? Yeah. Has now taken effect to Mr. Patterson. I'm going to have to take a break. He has tried so many different other good beers that the side beer <laughs> is now Coors Light. I'm very happy. Very happy. It's good times here. Sarah, on your, on your episode, on your episode, this happened. <laughs> Course light got replaced. That yeah. was the whole thing. <laughs> I did take a break. How many years have you had so far, though? Well, I'm still in my first because I'm starting to get a little dry. Like, what? Uh, I didn't drink enough water today. I didn't drink I'm fighting any. a little bit of something. Uh, Ryan, anyway, I was visiting my kids this weekend. Ryan has come down with something. Oh, you got that crap. We shared toothbrushes because she didn't bring one. And what a good I'm dad. Stuck. Yeah, thanks. Good job, man. Because her sister wouldn't share. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so There's a reason why she doesn't share and you don't know what it is yet. And that's exactly why you're sick. And so, yeah, I've been kind of fighting a little bit and I should be drinking more water today. So, yeah, I mean, there's 10% kind of... I can feel it like it's a bit, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit dry. I'll take your third. Yeah, because I might switch. Uh, I might switch it. Yeah, ten percent's high. It's very high. It doesn't taste like ten, like a ten percent. No, it's smooth. You don't taste that. That's burn. scary. Yeah, That's that one night I went yeah. out with you and we had I had tank seven for the first time, 
and I had like five or six. Oh, and when we were at uh, McNeely's, McNeely's. In South Tulsa, and I had like six. Of this is this is awesome. And the mm -hmm. next day, I had the worst hangover ever. Yeah. Nine percent. Well, I kind of was like, "Hey, bro!" Like, but you just well, went. Nah, you yeah. just went. It was your night out. Like you. I hadn't been out in a while, yeah. probably. Hey, I'm gonna pour you most of this, and then I'll take some. Oh, perfect. All right, so Sarah, tell us, um, tell us a little bit of detail story when we're thinking green. Like, um, you've got a lot of passions, uh, as we've already kind of gotten into. You're a very passionate person. But as far as being like specific environmental concerns uh, with detailing, um, you know, when did that kind of click? Uh, was that when you went out to pick up trash from the dealership or, you know, as you left that dealership and you began to create your own detailing business, uh, what was it that made you go into it the way that you went into it? I would say 95% of all the dealerships out there literally just, they get a five-gallon cube, they use it, they and they Dude, throw it away. That's crazy. They do. And, um, and, and again, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it is in other places, but locally here, a lot of the facilities won't, won't recycle nope. the five-gallon buckets nope. due to the size. Oh, uh, no. For here, we can't find anybody either. They'll I mean, it. we have to throw ours in the landfill. We have no other choice. Or in the trash. We... We and you can ask Ian at Redbeard. We spent long, long hours. We even had a lady that said, "Yes, we'll take your industrial plastic." We show up with this whole van full, and they go, "Oh no, we don't take industrial plastic." We don't know why they told you that. And then you remember that time that yeah. we we had a we finally thought we found Safety Clean promotes that they do plastic recycling for industrial plastics. We call them. The salesperson comes out. Yeah. And I was here, and no one else was. And I was <laughs> you were showing him the plastic, this and that. We got to the bottom line with him. We were basically going to be paying him to take him to the landfill. Yeah, literally. Right. Like, there's no way of recycling industrial plastics unless chemical companies reuse them. There's just not. Right. No, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and that's when, when I, I kind engineer so I've always kind of been oh 
Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, so we Instagram cuts you off. Sorry. It always cuts off in an hour. So we're just going to... Yeah. We're well, out, we're, we're, yeah. it's an hour. Like, So we just... Yeah, we hit live again, so just just click in, but keep rolling. Okay. Um, so you know, I that that was kind of when, um, you know, my, anyway. So my father has always been into in the clean water and storm water and all those things. Um, and you know, I I wanted to to try and figure out how the detailing industry can make a difference for that, obviously. Because so much water and then with the chemicals and everything else you yeah. add on top of it uh, oh God, sorry I'm trying to figure out how to get back in on this oh just hop into our live just hop into our live and then boom come on um, with it there and you then are. I started reading on all the forums you know a lot of guys or, and women were opposed to using rinseless wash because, you know, the scratches that it, you know, it can leave on the vehicles and the hyper-marring and this and that. Um, and, and the way I kind of thought of it at, at, eventually at one point was, well, shit, 95% of the cars I'm working on have been abolished anyways. Right? So, you know, it, it might add a little bit more work for me, but I'd rather add a little bit more work for me than add a little bit more hump from the environment. You know, um, and I don't do every car waterless or rinseless. Um, majority of the time, you know, if, if I'm not doing waterless or rinseless, I use a garden hose. I almost never pull out a pressure washer unless I absolutely, unless I get, you know, I don't even really do big trucks. Um, so, DJ, from a waterless cons conservation, should she use a power washer versus a water hose that's just freely flowing? Uh, yeah. I don't have my freely freely flowing, though. You know, you, it's not free flowing. Oh, it's not. That turns it on and off. See how quick she got defensive? I, she got defensive quick. What? Yeah, now she's like, <laughs> 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 She's leaving it on. You know how much water she's wasting? <laughs> Horrible. Anyway, go How ahead. could you? Look at that sea turtle behind you. Sea he sees you saying this. <laughs> anyway, so you fell in love with waterless. Um, but then what about all the other stuff that you're passionate about? I mean, what, what brought that in? I mean, I just... You know, just naturally gravitated to it? Yeah. I, I can't really say that there was, like, necessarily a pinpoint. Um, you know, I just... I knew that, like, I wanted to be a good person to other people, right? And if I want to be a good person to other people, I also want to be a good person to the large mother who's in charge of all this. And... Earthquakes in Oklahoma. God. Where's Paul? In Oklahoma. Where's Fracking. Fracking doesn't do anything. Really? Why do we have You're more being negative, Marty. Why do we have more earthquakes in California? We have earthquakes in Oklahoma. More than California. That's so weird. I know, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a real stat. It's a real stat. Yep. That just pissed me off. Google it. I will right now. Go. Google it. That is not. Got to the point where I said, okay, well, there's got to be 
something that can be done within our industry, within the automotive industry, and within, within the e-dying industry, too. I mean, automotive industry is, is kind of intersect, you know, with Tesla. I mean, I need to go out of the Chevy Bolt. Um, you know, it's a, a tiny-ass little hybrid car, high-gas. Um, you know, so automotive industry is kind of doing its part. BMW, you know, they, they have their, their electric cars. Um, but I, I really wanted to try and make a difference within the detailing industry itself. And like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping I'm kind of on the right path um, just to teach, you know, help educate people on, you know, reducing and reusing. Um, because like you guys were saying earlier, we can't just throw these plastic bottles we have in the recycling bin and just hope for the best. So what are we going to do with those, you know? And these are things that I started really researching. So hopefully I can educate other, other detailers around the world on what we can do to minimize our footprint. And hopefully within, you know, hopefully within some, some short time, I can start to really make a difference. Nice. DJ, what about you? I mean, I kind of stopped you earlier in your story because I was like, whoa, whoa, that's later. Like, where did it, I know it was practical for you at first, and you even said, hey, it took me a year or so, but when when did it click? And then you've actually not only done just reducing water, you've actually then participated with a program to help find water. Yeah. Um, so... Like I said, so we're talking detailing now. I can actually talk. Yeah, now we're into detail. Because all I know is detailing in life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Really? That's it? Yeah, I was born. I was out of the womb. Just no, you weren't. Cleaning. No. Uh, yeah. Really bad joke. Yeah. Uh, so it really clicked for me when I realized that you can actually provide a professional detailing service on someone's vehicle that looks um, just as good, if not better, than traditional washing, but also not using a crap ton of water there's no waterways there's no hazardous chemicals into our waterways so once that started to click that what i was actually doing besides just you know washing cars with no water because really i like i said before um i went waterless because all i had was a 99 ford contour i had no way of detailing cars mobily until i found a waterless solution so using that um, for quite some time was great because I got to get started. I didn't have a, a, a water tank. I didn't have a trailer. I didn't have a big truck. I just had a 1999 Ford Contour. And uh, when Marty introduced me to that that pro- process, I got to quit and go do that. So I think it really took like maybe a couple of years or so to where I was like, you know what? Like, wow, what are, what am I doing versus them? Like statistically, and then went down a huge rabbit trail. And that's when I went really when I really went green. And it's like, okay, what else can we do? in our in our house what can we do uh at the office or anywhere like i was just looking at different ways to be green in the um in the environment after i was i guess awoken or awakened or whatever so right yeah once i got woke up then i was lit (laughs) you're like two years younger than me though so i'm like not as hip as you it is wow Looky there. Nicely Happy done, birthday, Sarah. Birthday, You're the homie, you know. Cheers. Sarah, cheers to Sarah Sweet for knowing the birthday. Wow. Hey. Early dirty 30. I don't know what I want to do. Oh, what did you, I'm the sorry. podcast is almost over. You said you tell me by the end of the podcast. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like supposed to go to Dallas, <laughs> but I kind of don't want to go. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, that's when I was woke. And ever since then, I just have been trying to make my numbers even better as far as how much we're saving by growing the business. The more business we do, 
more water we save. And that's true. That is true. That's true. All right, let's rate this beer. All right, Sarah, you're the guest, so please uh, please rate your beer one to five. One, you will never pick it up again. Five, it's your go-to beer from now on. Like DJ has said, uh, Sam76 is his go-to oh, from here on out. Oh, 76. She messes with that beer. What are you doing? So, so when, so when you get when you get the munchies, would you eat that? The um, what's that little thing? <laughs> no, she already tried it. Remember? <laughs> yes. Would you? No, she already tried it. <laughs> What's your go-to? Like brownies or candy? Or Gummy what? worms, sour worms, aren't they? Whoa! Hey, cheers to our metabolism. Not you, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make this sound for her on the podcast? There we go. Yeah. That, that wasn't Marty's beer, though. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, my metabolism went south <laughs> fast. Fast. I still don't realize how fat I am until I see pictures. What was it the other I day? I wouldn't call you fat at all. The other but... day, though, Trey was looking at a picture. No, he's not fat. So 2000 and, 2015, my divorce was final, and I planned a trip to go visit a buddy of mine who lives in China. I was like, hey, listen, this is a monumental event for me. My divorce is being final. Monumental? <laughs> it was. It was three and a half years that long. Sounds, okay, you're right. Go ahead. Like, it was a long-ass divorce. Hold on, that was a three-year divorce? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And I knew I was going to get my 50-50 time. That's what was the main part of the divorce. She wouldn't give me my 50-50. I knew I would win it. And so I set a, uh, a trip to go visit my buddy, uh, John Brookshire, in China. Hmm. Like, that was my divorce party, was to go visit him. And there was a picture of me that we were looking through, because Trey's going through and putting some more stuff on YouTube. He's trying to help our channel. And he goes, whoa, when was this? I was like, bro, that was like, what, four years, three and a half years, three years ago, three and a half years ago? It, it was way different than I am now. <laughs> no, I, 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 I remember. So, yeah, metabolism goes quickly out the window. But you were working out back then. That's true. Let's not call it metabolism 100%. That's true. I, I had that injury. What injury? Oh, that's why, that's why my hip and my back are so bad now. Because you stopped working out. Well, right. I mean, but I, and then you was, got old. I was on a run with this guy that wanted to do, like, this circuit training, and I was having to sprint, and, like, I literally couldn't... I was limping trying to get to my car. And then I just never really fixed it, and it just... I guess your body just kind of covered... All my muscles basically just froze and covered over that, that bad part. That's why I'm trying to work all that back out. I can't laugh at you now. No. That's why I'm... That's why you look down and you see this big blubber. Whatever justification you, you want to use, that's totally fine, man. And maybe it's all the beer? We do drink a lot of we beer. We drink a lot of beer. That is what it is. All right, DJ. So she gave hers a four. I'm going to go with a three. A solid three. Yeah. 
It was easy to drink. It was a easy to drink. Three to me is right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Three five is like I would drink it again. Nah, if someone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't either. I can't finish it. Like I switched. I really that that he switched to Michelob Ultra Lime. Ultra cactus. Lime. Don't it's, hate on it. And it's Your not, bottles right there that you already drank three fourths of. And I spilled most of it. So no, <laughs> I, I love Ultra Cactus. We're gonna have that on a podcast but sometime. This is it's a summer. One of my favorite. Beer. That's a summer beer. Though. Oh, you, you can drink it whenever oh. you, Sarah. You can drink whenever you want because mm. you live in Florida. But here. It's That's 32 so degrees. He can set it outside hot and it'll oh, be cold in 10 minutes. I could drink this all day long. No joke. 10 minutes. And coming from that, I was literally almost felt like it was the alcohol was just sucking <laughs> like everything going out. from mud to water. Yeah, like my head, <laughs> I was starting to get a headache almost. Like that 10% um, is just too much. It doesn't even taste like 10%. Oh, right. That's what's great about the beer. Like the beer itself, the flavor's great. It's easy to You're drink. You're just getting sucked right now. Very true. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sarah's blushing. What? Wow. Whoa, what are you doing? She is. Look at her. <laughs> oh, she is. <laughs> she thought. Oh, good times. Well, good times. Well, we're into the near. The, 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 we're nearing the end of our podcast. <laughs> she <laughs> thought she was going to be the one that brought it. She sent us all those messages like, "Oh, you ain't ready." Like, "Uh huh, sure." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who blushed? Uh huh. Well, I'm black, so you can't tell. That's true. Don't get sick. It's not fair because he's darker than I am. So he can't tell if he's blushing or not. He's only the white girl's blushing. He ain't blushing. I ain't blushing. All right, so Sarah, uh, when we get towards the end, you know, it's sort of like... Did you rate your beer or not? Oh, I didn't. I went into that massively long story about why I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but I have to respect it, though, right? The flavor was good. Oh, God. I just didn't... It just didn't... That dryness just got me. <laughs> so what do you rate it? Fuck, I don't know. You did uh, it again. That's that old age. Like, I know. We get it. We want to know the I, number. I can't get One it. One through five. Just say a number. One through five, but with no words. Yeah, we gotta have to take quick, um, a quick tinkle break, though. She's <laughs> on, on IG Live, she's about to take a tinkle break. Uh, we have to. So y'all are going to put them on for literally like 17 seconds. She... <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I already went once, too. By the time you get back, he yeah, might he might have might. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, run, quick. All right, this uh, commercial break is uh, brought to you by <laughs> Sarah's Tinkle Break. It's brought to you by Iron Monk, the Payne County Imperial IPA. That didn't cause the Tinkle Break. Her beer did. Oh, what was her beer? We forgot. <laughs> we need that elevator music. I so want to do. There's a podcast out right now that. They, he does a lot of like mixers and like a lot of sound effects with it, and they're always spot on. Like I aspire to be that way. Okay, next we're progress, right? We got no. We I want a mixer board now. right now, and I'm like, and it just right. Well, you need that on your laptop. Oh, mm -hmm. there you go. I I really bet you there's one. Oh, on the absolutely. That you could just start chiming stuff. There up. is because you hook it to this to that. Yep. There you go. Dude. And you can literally just when something happens. Dude. Ooh, we're about to get fancy up in her. Okay, someone who knows what the proper one to get, please DM me. Let there me you know. go. If you know of good mixer boards that I can put on here, that would be awesome. Damn, I'm torn. 
I'm very torn. It's I'm, been I'm double gonna, 17 seconds, gonna, and she's back, I'm, I'm, and you still I'm, haven't. He doesn't have a number. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback. You can't get on my back. I, I what was I did earlier? Remember, we talked about your that. leg. Remember, it's not healed. Oh, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm really gonna go with the three because it's so easy. Like I like the beer. I was about to dog it because it was, it was so dry and it's too much alcohol. But I was afraid you're gonna call me a pussy, and so I was like, "Fuck, I can't do that." When I saw you take a drink of your water, it's when I thought you were a pussy. Yeah, I did. I've been drinking this water. It literally did. It just it started giving me a little bit of headache. It's just too much alcohol. Damn, I really said that. I know. This right? is this is by That's far the, the the longest someone's taken to rate the beer from one to five. Well, we had to draw it out. It was Tinkle Break. No, no, no. You drew it out way before Tinkle Break. No, I started that because I knew Sarah had already. Told me she had to take a tinkle break. She didn't tell. She told me. Oh, she did. You're not on our save wavelength. You're not there yet. I'm woke. We already talked about that. <laughs> well, yeah, you're woke, she but I don't have tinkle woke. break status. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. eating pizza. Eat There's pizza. a box of pizza right over there. <laughs> So so what he no no what he did he he listen listen he asked me the question that he knew I would take the longest to answer cheers, and went and ate pizza. Cheers, cheers to me. <laughs> that was Marty cheersing himself just now with two glasses. Sir, you like that, don't you? Yeah. I, mean, I, I got that. All right, so hey, it's we it's, should it's we do it every Wednesday. <laughs> Oh, and a couple extras. Let's throw in a couple extras here and there. We should do some extras. Um, hey, so... We should do some extras. Jeez, it's almost 8 o'clock. All right. You have a date? Uh, whoosh. Um, Sarah, so it's the end of podcast. He's going to rush us off one. And, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've got to start messaging. Um, anyway, this, so if, if you ever made it to the end of the bar where they're closing things down, they're like, hey, you got to tab out, and you've been, like, you're drunk, sitting there, and you're just chatting with these random people... Somebody always asks some weird question or random question. Like, this is our tab out question. You get to I ask. Space, but come on. Yeah. No, this is you get to ask to us. Did you not read that itinerary? I didn't read the itinerary. She didn't either. Man, I fucking busted that out on a plane. So, guys, today we're going to learn so, how to count the colors on a butterfly. Like, nailed it. <laughs> and then, like, nobody fucking read it. Awesome. Uh, He's proud of himself because he busted that itinerary on a plane. Because we was started dope. texting. I was like, I read it once and it was good. And I was like, kudos to you. Right. And that was a short flight, though. It was. It was from um, Jacksonville to Charlotte. Like, boarding like a plane and then I get another text. Yeah. 30 minutes later, it was an itinerary. That's why I was so proud of myself. I fucking nailed it. God, anyway, you can tab. It's a tab out question. Ask us anything. It can be revolved around literally anything, uh, or you can go food. detailing. Yeah, it's up to you. You get to ask a question, and then we are going to DJ. Whoa. We are going to really ask people to start chiming in their answers. Yes. On uh, the Instagram photo, you know, we always will post uh, Instagram or Facebook. We'll post the uh, photo. Your uh, question is going to get posted. And uh, we're going to start asking other people's opinions, too. So you get to ask the question. This is the first time we've done this, too. It is. This is the first time this. we've done this, so pressure's on. I get to ask you guys any question? You get to Marty, ask Marty any question, yes. Oh, Marty. I'm just a co-host. Yep. Hmm? Yep. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's it. I mean, you're definitely on the spot if you don't read the itinerary. You can ask anything to anybody. Ask I would anybody. Just, just come on, come on with a question. Just tap out a question and just roll. You can ask, you can just ask. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Do you sleep with a It's a great question. Um, I do not. Oh! Somebody does! Somebody does! But listen, it's a live one. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, he sleeps with his dog. No, my wife. She's an animal. Oh, my oh yeah. I went there. Oh Your dad jokes just went I went there. out the window. Sometimes you want to like... You just no. called your wife as stuffed and but, dead. No, 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 no. no. I, said, the first, I started out with... Stuffed she, means I said, she's dead. It's alive. Oh. And then you answered it for me. Yeah. Sometimes you want to hold it close. No, she's not. She's going to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sleep with one. Not every night, though, because sometimes I just don't want to sleep with it. Cause we're just... So the answer is no. You don't sleep with a stuffed animal. It's like, yes, he means his wife. I literally do not sleep with a physical stuffed animal. No. no. So as a kid, yes, as a kid, I did. Right now, I know. I'm just saying, as a kid, I slept with stuffed. Are animals. you still a kid? Oh no, I still have that stuffed animal. Do you really? I do. It's in the garage. Where? Um, <laughs> I'll show it to you next time you come over. Oh, I'm going to die. You are. I'm going to take a picture and post it. His name is Snuffer. You're He's kidding. a dog. You're dead serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. You still have it. I still have it. You're 40 years old. You Remember who you're talking to. I hoard everything. I, it's so hard for me to throw stuff away. You have I have my stuffed stuff animal from a kid, a kid. And it still wears the shirt, somebody in Stillwater loves me. Did you wash it since you were four years old? Uh, have you washed four? it? Four? I wanted to take it to college. My parents wouldn't let me. You're dead serious. Oh, dead have serious. you washed it since then? I don't know. I stopped using it, probably. Sorry, guys. She has I a whole just, like, water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody's getting after you. She's thirsty. Mm-hmm. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. Hey, uh, give us your Instagram handles. Tell us where people can find you. Hold on. First of all, we want to know if she sleeps with a stuffed animal. Oh, she's the one that asked the question. She doesn't have to answer it. What? That's true. Um, do I sleep with a stuffed animal? My girlfriend's not around my shirt. Hell yeah. Ooh. I, mean, I got quite a few stuffed animals I sleep with. I got like two octopuses. Um, I got stuffed dogs. <laughs> Hold on, Marty. Marty got caught up on the first one he slept with. Hold on, you ready? You good? <laughs> Marty, are you good, Marty? I'm good. <laughs> she likes sleeping with. Okay. Octopus. Octopus. Octopi. There you go. That. that yeah. Yeah. I know. I know there's some educated people watching this. Tell me what it is. We're just mobile detailers. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so. so there you go. So, Sarah, what's your what's your uh, social media handles? Bunny Boy wants to follow you, reach out to you, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, Instagram, it's Wonderlust underscore detailing. But, 
hold on. It's not wonder like W O N D. No, Spell w it out. There you go. W A N D E R L U S T. I So they'll make the guess. So basically, at the end of this, you're going to send us a selfie. Yeah. We're going to take a selfie. We put it together in a collage, and that's how we post the the episode on IG and Facebook. Yeah. So people yeah. need to go on to there and yeah. tell us if they sleep with stuffed animals. <laughs> and then... Yeah, and then they need to guess how many straws are in that bucket, and then we will pick the winner... When do you want to pick? How much time do you want to a have? A few days, man. A day or two. Yeah, but we need to set the time. You know, like, like a day or two. You know, a couple minutes, days. You're busting my chops about trying to set an end date? She just said an end date before you asked the question. She said in a day or two, and I'll post about that. Okay, so today is Wednesday the 20th. Wednesday. He's going to set the date for you. Well, yes, we have to. You're right, we do. Yeah. So when do you want to close the challenge? DJ, you make decisions. Oh. I will. Midnight on, let's keep it, Saturday, Saturday, 11.59 p.m. 7.11.59. February the 23rd, Saturday, by midnight. Okay. Done. Post your, post your guest on the Instagram uh, Pints and Polishing page. Um, we'll also send it to you, Sarah, so that people can guess on your page, too, and then you and I, like, we can just collaborate and see who got closest. Cool. DJ, what is your social media handle? You can find me chill on Instagram at DJ Patterson. That's it. And? Uh, oh. <laughs> Duh. I, <didn't> know that. <clears throat> I mean, you said that's it. I'm like, hey, bro, here's the, here's the glass. Like, you asked where they could find me at. Yeah, where do they find? Are you saying you're never on there? I'm always Jeez. on. Pints and Polishing Podcast. You can also find us at Pints Polishing Podcast on Instagram. A lot going down over there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Quite a bit. Hey, this is Marshall. There. You can find better. me at Pints Polishing Podcast. IG. That's all you had to say in the first place, dude. And then total awesome. It's third man on the bus like that. Well, because you said that's it. I'm like, hey, bro, what about this? Like, you at the end you say where can you find us at, and you no. can find and like, you can you find just us. Said that's at... the only place. I'm like, bro. Only I place. said you can Maybe find Maybe somebody really wants to find me another place. On I was kind of giving them at the DJ Patterson. Really didn't have a whole if lot you want to DM me like and then not have Marty see our DMs, then DM me <laughs> at DJ Patterson. But if you want him to be in the mix, <laughs> then hit me Sarah, up there. I told you the 10% was a little much. 10%? Yeah. Yeah, they did 
<laughs> Dude, he's been on fire the whole time. I just started scrolling the comments, and he's been on fire the whole time. Who is that? He's called you Martel about... Who do you, oh, that's yeah. Auto Matrix. Yes. <laughs> he's called you Martel like five times. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to inflatable dolls asking for... Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys got to go follow Auto Matrix Let's on Instagram. A U T O M E T R Y X. Auto Matrix. Yeah, that's awesome. Go give that's... him a hard time. Send him pic Hey, DM slide in his DM pictures of inflatable dolls. <laughs> and and I <laughs> He conveniently has a picture right now. Cool. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. This was awesome. Uh, we're now at an hour and 30 minute long That's podcast. So. There's very few long ones, and this is one of them. Let's see this. Nicely done, Sarah. Uh, cheers to you. Thank you so much, like I said, for your time. Cool. Really appreciate it. Yeah, that, that was dude. There we go. Huh. Yeah. So, I hey, hope you make it a great night. Thank you, guys. You too. Have a good one. See ya. See ya.